0: Good day, good day, good day. This is Father David with Coffee Conversations, and I'm Deacon Bob. Hope you're doing well today, no matter where you are, where you're uh, listening from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I apologize a little bit. I have a little bit of a raspy voice this morning, so we'll see how it uh, goes. Might be a little shorter podcast today, but um, but it's good to be back. Good to be back. So you were gone last week. I was. I was. Uh, I heard. Um, I did listen to the podcast uh, with uh, you and Father Eric. It was pretty mm-hmm. good. With uh, welcome to the family. So. Yeah. So, pretty cool.
1: Yep. Um, it was the first time I've done the technical end of things. Yes, so it worked. Some, it worked. It worked pretty well. So Indeed. A couple little gaps of yeah of technology, but for the most part, it worked.
0: Yeah, yeah. We so, the in, You had the intro sound there. You had the outro sound. Uh, the little guitar and everything. So, mm-hmm. uh, we'll work the mics uh, a little bit next time. Next but, time. <laughs> uh, hey, that no, was good. Yeah, good job. Good job. Cool. But, um, yes, uh, I was away at uh, Catholic Youth Summer Camp. Uh, with uh, 17 of our kids last week, and I, th- I think part of my raspy voice is still uh, kind of recovering from the week. Uh, it was a really great and powerful and transformational week, but pretty intense. <laughs> how many kids are at camp during that week? About 500. About 500? So across uh, across Ohio, and actually there was some kids from California. Wow. Um, they kind of come from all over the country. So.
1: And how many weeks did they run, 500 kids at a time?
0: Nine. Wow! So almost like five thousand kids. Wow! Um, but yeah, so it was uh, it was pretty pretty amazing. Anything fun with your your week last week?
1: Um, remember
0: when my car died in yes, Florida yes. and they had to have the engine replaced?
1: That was like five weeks ago. But we got a text on Monday of this past week that the car is ready. Oh, so, there you go. Uh, this will be like three times to Florida in less than. <laughs> Six weeks, <laughs> so it, it'll be fun. It'll yeah. be it'll be a good trip.
0: Was it progressively hotter every time, or
1: no? You know, it's been relatively the same amount of heat down there. It's they've had a hot summer.
0: Yeah,
1: um, but I like driving, so we'll fly down and drive the car back and mm. s- stop at Cracker Barrel a few times. Oh so, yeah, uh,
0: is that your is that your go to place? That's on the, my go to
1: time when we're when we're driving country music and Cracker Barrel. Oh and man, I'm good to go for a while.
0: That's beautiful. So, I, uh, on the drive down to Columbus, we passed by grandma's cheese barn. Who uh, so did you stop? I didn't, I didn't have time. I had to fly down after a masses here on Sunday. And then I had the four thirty opening mass down there for the middle school. Oh, wow. Um, and then on the way back at a wedding rehearsal. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know that's the thing is that we're always in
1: a hurry going past grandpa's cheese barn either going to somewhere or trying to get home on time. I know. So. I know. But it's a great place.
0: Yeah. But no, well, it was an amazing week. And, um, yeah, so high adventure activities, kind of during the day. So the camp's divided up into middle school and high school, and uh, you have high adventure activities. So like um, paintball and archery tag. Uh, so it's like it's what you think now about archery
1: it. Archery tag just kind of sounds like
0: oh yeah, <laughs> not so you, a good idea. Oh, it sounds like a great idea. Uh, yeah, so you have a bow and arrow, uh, and then you have a, an arrow with like a big rubber ball on the end. Oh, of it. okay, that helps. Um, right. So I mean, it's not really it's not flying that fast, but you know, there's some risk, right? Um, I mean, life life has life has <laughs> risks and dangers to it. Uh, so you wear you wear goggles, and then they have this uh, paintball course kind of set up uh, in a field. Um, so yeah, you play different games, you know, with with, with teams and stuff. So you, you have to you know you shoot the other opponent and get them out, and um, it's it's a lot of fun. So good. I mean, I mean, honestly, I don't know what's more dangerous, paintball or archer tag, but
1: yeah.
0: Wow. Um, and then high ropes. Uh, a vertical playpen, which is like a, another kind of wire thing where you have to climb up and you have harnesses and everything. Oh, wow. So that's super cool. Is that like the climbing wall? Kind of like a... Well, there's also a rock climbing wall. Oh, okay. Uh, it's huge, but this is kind of different. Um, so your, your teammates have to pull you up. Uh, oh, kind of... Okay. or they, they, they keep the line pulled mm-hmm. while you're climbing up all these different hanging obstacles, basically.
1: So if you follow... You, yeah, they have, you they, know, you have they,
0: they you have three or four compadres, you know, kind of holding the Good. line for you. Um, but yeah, so that, I was, I did the far side and it was pretty intense.
1: Wow. I think I made
0: it up like 10, 15 feet.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: So it was humbling as well. Absolutely. Humbling as well. Um, but I realized how much, you know, the people behind me, you know, kind of were helping me despite not really knowing it, you know.
1: When we used to do high ropes on retreats, we would talk about who are the people in your ballet system, like who are the people that keep right. you from falling in your life.
0: Yeah.
1: So, do they like process or debrief? Yeah, every the acti- every
0: activity. So the, the the beauty about the camp is that it's it's super fun. Um, a lot of the things that we do are, are really just just fun. Then there's the lake with all the like zip line and obstacle course and a big water blob. <laughs> so you you jump off of this platform. And there's a big airbag and it shoots you off into the, in the into the lake. Oh, that's pretty. <laughs> that's cool. pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so there's tons of things to do. But you know they do a really good job at kind of connecting everything to you know why we're there in in, in the first place, which is really to have an encounter with Jesus and uh, to grow in our faith in a very real way. So that every every kind of activity is. Um, kind of connected with a spiritual truth. So whether it's the people that are helping you, you know, the the need for, for intercessors, you know, the need for people praying for us and us praying for other people in life, um, you know, calling each other to greatness, um, calling virtue out of each other, you know, uh, calling each other to holiness, um, uh, just different things. And then there's one station where they make rosaries and, uh, and, and pray together. And so there's always a spiritual truth kind of uh, oh, that's really good. attached to everything.
1: Will we put a link to Damascus in the show notes?
0: Yeah, yeah, we will. Uh, so next year, um, we're looking to go to again, looking to go again. So our registration will start in October. Um, so stay tuned for that. If you have a kid between 6th grade or 12th grade, um, we're planning on taking the group down. And um, we'll have some testimonies, too, of uh, some of the kids in the, uh, in the Pillars, uh, the quarterly uh, mm-hmm. kind of publication we have and stuff. So... Uh, keep doing for that, but, but, uh, yeah, super great. And then, and then, not just high adventure stuff, but then uh, we have mass every day, and there's confessions on Wednesday, uh, Eucharistic adoration, um, and Wednesday is pretty powerful. There's a uh, Eucharistic procession um, that goes down to uh, the lake, and uh, there's uh, kind of some people that give some testimonies along the way, and it's uh, it's really powerful uh, uh, time for the kids. So, so the
1: procession involves all... Like half the group,
0: uh, yeah. So like middle I'll, school or high school kids. So they do two different ones. Okay. So one for the middle school. And one, they're on separate schedules, mm-hmm. so so they, they happen at different times. So. That's good. But I just wanted to share, you know, uh, just of the of the really great things that happen in camp. You know, like I said, you know, the camp doesn't want just the kids to have a fun time, uh, but they really want them to grow in their faith uh, and to grow in uh, prayer, especially um, throughout the week. So today, I just want to. Just share with uh, everyone just something that the the camp taught the kids, and it's called uh, Lexio Divina. So they're um, they're divided up into groups. Uh, it's probably small pods of kids, probably uh, six to eight kids, and they have a camp counselor uh, kind of throughout the week. And uh, you spent a lot of time as a, as a as a camp counselor, right?
1: I have indeed.
0: Yeah, it's many been, years. What, what, what was your favorite camp?
1: Uh, We worked at Red Oak, uh, my son and my daughter and I, um, which was like a high adventure camp. It was very nature oriented. And then when I was at Lake Catholic, we would do retreats that were based on high adventure things along with the reflection. Yeah. Pretty much similar to what Damascus is doing. For sure. Only not quite on the intensity level that they had.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's my favorite. It's great to be with kids and, Mm -hmm. you know uh just hear them screaming (laughs) yeah that's one of the things it's like loud noises and screaming for a week Mm -hmm. (laughs) and being in nature i think is huge oh yeah you know being outside is uh, yeah
1: is a huge way to connect with god
0: yeah no phones and everything Mm -hmm. um it was great to see kids just play yeah and not really just kind of be worried about anything they're just they're here to have fun and play you know Mm -hmm. um yeah that was super great to see um but so they, they taught them this uh, thing called Lexia Divina. And it's a Latin phrase which means uh, divine reading. And it has to do with the scriptures. So as Catholics, you know, we love the scriptures. Um, our Protestant brothers and sisters are uh, uh, better focused on them, I think, sometimes, on mm-hmm. uh, their relationship with the Bible. You know, they can kind of quote chapter and verse uh, and, and different things. Um, but as Catholics, we really are called to have a relationship, um, not just through the sacraments, uh, with God through the sacraments, but we're called to have a relationship with God through the scriptures. Um, so if you don't have a, a Bible in your house, maybe a good first step would be uh, to get a Bible. You mm-hmm. know, uh, The New American Bible um, is a good one. Uh, the New Revised Standard Version uh, are two translations that we would use uh, at, uh, at, at church and at Mass. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for a translation, those would be good uh, to have around. But so, Lexio Divina is this this kind of way of prayer with the Bible, uh, and first uh, the first step is read, the second step is reflect, third step is respond, and the fourth step is rest. So, if you could break apart, you know, uh, Lexio Divina, how would you explain? How would you explain it to someone, uh, Deacon Bob? Um,
1: I like to do Lexio Divina in a group. I know, like. Some, a lot of people do it individually, but if we do it in a group and there's like four people, two guys and two women, I would have each person take a turn reading the reading slowly so that you're paying attention to what word or what phrase grabs your attention. Yeah, And maybe it's a word, like a lot of times we'll read scripture and it's like, I've never seen that line. I've read this story a gazillion times and I've never seen this this phrase before right um and so Lectio Divina helps you to to go deeper into the word and kind of slows down that I've heard this story before I'm not going to listen anymore
0: right yeah and I think that's really the idea that Lectio Divina divine reading that we're not just reading the bible but we're sitting with the scriptures Mm -hmm. you know we can read the bible you know we can kind of read objectively what's on the page and go okay that's nice and then move on next thing versus sitting with Scriptures. Really says that, like, okay, I'm here intentionally, uh, and and there's something for me to receive. I want to receive it, and i want to I'm gonna trust that God's gonna speak something to me kind of uh, through this time. so it's an intentional sitting with the with with the scriptures
1: mm-hmm. I love there's a couple lines in scripture that are are attributed to mary and and it would just say. And Mary pondered these things in her heart.
0: Right, right. And
1: I think that's what Lexio Divina is. It's that right. pondering. What What does this mean in my life today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Which sometimes just takes a little bit of work.
0: It does. Be it does. open
1: to God and figure out what God's trying to tell you.
0: For sure. Yeah. And and kind of as a as a foreword, you know, we're going to talk about prayer uh, this time. We're going to kind of explain Lexio Divina real quickly, and then in the podcast to come. We'll kind of share some of our experiences in mm-hmm. prayer so we can kind of like illuminate this a little more um, uh, for for everybody, like what does prayer actually look like? So we're just going to describe it today and then going to go into it in the next weeks. All um, right. So first is read, really sitting down uh, and reading the scripture uh, passage, not something long, uh, but maybe something short, just one story, uh, and really sitting with it uh, and really reading it even just a few times over and over, letting the words kind of hit you, kind of hit us. And the second, reflect. So we can use our imagination in prayer. Uh, I don't know that we do this as adults, uh, maybe quite as much. Uh, kids do it kind of really intuitively. They mm-hmm. use your imagination all the time. But to be able to take a, a scripture passage and put ourselves in the story,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like in the shoes of a character, in a, in a bystander, uh, you know, and what are they thinking? What are they experiencing? What are they feeling, you know? We can put ourselves in the scripture and then we can ask, you know, like, God, what are you trying to show me through this? Like, what are you trying to tell me? And paying attention to things that happen and go on in our minds, uh, in our thoughts, in our feelings, in our emotions.
1: I know that I would usually ask people, which character in the story um, did you identify with? Right. But I think it would really be good to take the person you least identify with. And try to reflect on what's going on in their life. Right. Because those are the people that usually annoy us. Those right. Those people that we don't understand. Right, right. So, and the
0: people we're probably annoyed with is probably us. Us, yep.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> they're a lot more similar to us than right. we want to. What we don't think like about other is. people mm-hmm. oftentimes
0: is what we just don't like about ourselves. Right. Um, yeah, and that's where like you can keep going back to a scripture over and over mm-hmm. and over again. I mean, an infinite amount of times because there's a, there's infinite amount of perspectives. You know you could you could bring you know to a scripture and you di- you're in a different place every time mm-hmm. uh, you sit down. Uh, okay so read, reflect, uh, respond so after God has you know, said something to us and we've kind of received something that we respond and this could be an, a matter of writing something down um, you know a word or an image that he spoke uh, a journal is really good to to have with with scripture uh, to thank God. Uh, to ask him for some particular grace or 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 something to to intercede to pray for someone, maybe maybe it calls to mind someone we really haven't thought of in a while, mm-hmm. and we just you know we spend that time praying for them
1: or even reaching out to them right like if you feel like you need to that God's put this person in your mm-hmm. heart and you haven't thought about them for a while. Then one way to respond to your prayer is reaching out and just touching base with them and see what's going on.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that could be a beautiful fruit of uh, mm-hmm. just a prayer. If, if nothing else happened, you know, in the prayer time, like that would be That'd that would be, be good, right? Mm-hmm. That'd be beautiful because that's something God has put on your heart, mm-hmm. you know, uh, for you to do. Um, yeah. So uh, read, ref- reflect, respond, uh, and then the last would be rest. Uh, and there's a word that goes along with this. It's called contemplation. Uh, so when we're sitting and just being, so after God has said something to us, after we say something back to God, it's just a time to just be in God's presence.
1: And, and I think it's a lot like a conversation. Right. So you're sitting down with a friend or your spouse, and there's a dialogue. And that's what I think um, Lexio Divina allows. It allows mm-hmm. this dialogue where right. God speaks, I listen, I respond to God. Yeah. Um, and sometimes just sitting with a friend and not speaking is an important mm-hmm. part of that relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what contemplation is mm-hmm. it's just that relaxing in God's presence.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Contemplation, it's, it's, it's prayer that God does in us in a real sense. And that, that's kind of like a mysterious phrase, but like God wants to be a part of our lives and he wants to speak to us. And uh, real prayer. We can only just—we can't make it happen. Mm-hmm. We just—we're open to it, um, just like Mary, right? Mary, uh, she didn't save the world herself; she was just open, mm-hmm. you know, to the fact that God wanted to do something uh, in her, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what allowed everything to happen.
1: And when she didn't know what was going on, I think she pondered those things in her heart mm-hmm. and asked God to help her figure out well, what does all this mean. Yeah, and sometimes. We don't figure it out until way later. Exactly. You know, like, we look back in our lives and we can connect all the dots. But in the midst of all the dots, it's like, what's mm-hmm. going on?
0: For sure. So Yeah. So that's, uh, just very briefly, that's Lectio Divina. Read, reflect, respond, uh, rest. I'll, I'll put a link to Lectio Divina in the, in the notes, too, if you want to kind of look ahead uh, before the next uh, podcast. So, so this is what the, the camp kind of introduced to the kids, and they would have some time for prayer every day. Uh, with a little bit of scripture, um, and then uh, they after that they had they gave them the prayer dare. Um, so this comes from a a, a journal that they, they provided for the kids to take with them uh, throughout the year. Uh, and the prayer dare <clears throat> is this uh, year long uh, process they could enter into. So the dare is like this: so D, uh, do it every day. A, ask God what He is saying to you in each Bible passage. R, respond by doing whatever he asks of you, and then E, expect uh, great things. So it's the, it's, it's the prayer dare, right?
1: And I think the, the biggest thing is keep it simple. Right. Like where and when can I pray, not for 45 minutes, but let's start off with five minutes a day or 10 minutes a day. And where is that place that you pray that consistently calls you to prayer? Like, is it in the backyard? Is right. it before you get out of bed? I think those are, keeping those things simple and doable and mm-hmm. scheduling it in is probably one of the most important things.
0: For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, we have to make a commitment to it, right? Mm-hmm. So first, do it every day. You know, think about all the things you do every day. You, know, you brush your teeth, um, you eat meals, um, you go to work. You know, The things you do every day, you're going to get really good at mm-hmm. in one way or the other. Yeah, we can have good habits and we can have bad habits. <laughs> um, but you have to make a conscious choice to pray. You know, it's not just going to magically happen.
1: Right. And it's not going to always be easy. So some days it's going to be rewarding and you're going to go, wow, I got a lot out of that. And some days it's going to be like, wow, that was right." That was pretty empty. Mm-hmm. But it's by doing it every day that it mm-hmm. increases your capacity to pray better.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then with, with A, you know, ask God what he's asking of you. Um, I think this is our, what God's telling you. I think it is this kind of, instead of approaching prayer like, what do I have to say to God? It's this posture of like, what do I? What does God want to say to me? You know, it's just kind of a. I think it's a reverse of what we kind of normally think of when we think of prayer. Um, that yes, we need to tell God what's on our hearts, but but we also need to to just be and receive what He wants. What what He wants to tell us.
1: Recently, we had an experience where. It was we were going into a difficult experience, and so a group of us prayed ahead of time that we could be open to where God was leading us, and that was our prayer: was God just help us to know what to do next? Mm. Um, I think that's a huge prayer is is asking God, what do you need me to do? Mm. What do you want me to do? Because right. half the times mm. I'm not really sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, and prayer reveals that, mm-hmm. right? that we don't just live our lives kind of just aimlessly, but that there's a plan, Mm -hmm. and there's one who wants to guide us. Um, Yeah, and then lastly, you know, for E, expect great things, that, you know, as Christians, as baptized people, we can have a confidence that when we sit down to prayer, whether we feel them or not, like, God will show up. We should, Mm -hmm. you know, we shouldn't just hope, but we should expect uh, God to show up.
1: And, And I think we can expect an answer but we don't always get the answer we expect correct like jesus said knock and the door will be opened well jesus never said who's going to open the door or what you're going to find behind door number three Mm -hmm. um that that god will answer our prayer but not always in the way that we expect it to be answered
0: for sure yeah i know and there's probably millions of stories we could tell Mm -hmm. uh, on that so and the answer is usually better than
1: what we expected
0: exactly so yeah.
1: for everybody involved
0: imagine that God's plan is better than mine
1: yeah I know it's like no I don't think so God <laughs> let's do it my way it, usually it's like fantasy island right you know you you ask for something and it blows up in your face mm. so thank God God doesn't answer prayers like that
0: mm-hmm. yeah so there's a little bit of uh, a little bit about camp Lexia Divina and the prayer dare so it was a really great week I just wanted to share that with everyone and um yeah keep uh, keep uh, the kids in our in your prayers too as they kind of continue to unravel the graces that were received uh, throughout the week and uh, i know we're excited to see how you know the fruits of it will be in our our youth ministry this year mm-hmm. so uh and see where uh, how god uses the week um kind of continually through them so and i think that relationship that they started or
1: continued with god in prayer during camp right will continue here As well as a relationship with each other and with the church.
0: Right. Christianity is an everyday project. Mm -hmm. It's an everyday activity. So one day at a time. One day at a time. Sometimes one
1: minute at a time. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly.
0: So. All right. Well, speaking of prayer, we'll we'll end this time with a little prayer. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks and praise uh, for the gift of this day, of our lives, of the gift of prayer, that we have this ability to be with you, And to offer our hearts to you and to listen to you speaking to us. We ask you to speak to us today. That we can expect uh, you uh, to be present with us when we come to prayer. We ask you, we pray for all those uh, who are most in need of our prayer today. We pray for uh, the kids who attended uh, Catholic Youth Summer Camp this last week. That their hearts may may be continually open uh, to the work um, he wants to do in their lives. We ask you to keep us safe, uh, no matter where we are, so we can continue to do your will. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy amen. Spirit, Amen. All right, everybody. Well, have a good day, no matter what you're up to. Um, hopefully it's outside, because it's beautiful. So.
1: And try to schedule in five or ten minutes, just quiet time with God.
0: Amen. amen. All right. Amen. Have a good
1: day. God bless.